right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. It is a beautiful Saturday here in Minnesota, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we broadcast every Saturday from noon to one, and we talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics, including wellness and health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support. Today is Saturday, October 26th, 2019, and we have another great show on tap for you today. Joining me in studio is Marvin Plackett, the CEO of Episcopal Homes, and we also have Bethany Burns, Director of Community Relations with Episcopal Homes. Now, Episcopal Homes is a senior housing community celebrating 125 years of serving seniors and the residents of St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to talk about that today, and you guys need to give us a call if you have any questions regarding transitional care going from independent living to senior housing. This is the show that you want to call in or text. Um, The call-in number today is 952 946 6205. Once again, that number is 952-946-6205. Our show producer, Sam, will answer the call and get you on the air and get your question to our great guest today. Now, if you are shy, I know some of you are, you can text us your question at 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. Two, six. All right. And as a reminder, you can always leave me a voice message or a text message anytime, 24-7, on that radio show phone number, which is 612-999-3426. And, of course, I appreciate hearing your questions, your comments, your suggestions. We really appreciate the support that you guys have provided to us on this unique radio show that is the only one in the country that talks about the topics we talk about. All right. We are so excited today about the, the, the topic we have about Episcopal Homes and how they help make successful transitions from independent living to senior housing. So stay with us throughout the show. We're dedicating the show today to talking about that. Now listen, I want to mention, um, and you've heard me mention this in the last couple of shows here, that the Neuroscience Institute located here in the Twin Cities, is holding their annual fundraising formal gala and dinner on Saturday, November 9th at 6 p.m. at the Sheraton Bloomington Hotel. That's located on 494 and 100. Only a few tickets remain for this annual event, and this year their keynote speaker is Dr. Carolyn Leaf. She is a neuroscientist, author, an internationally renowned specialist in metacognitive and cognitive neuropsychology. You may have heard about the new scientific breakthroughs in understanding the brain and neuroplasticity and how the mind-body connection takes place for healing and mental health and how you can improve your quality of life with these new technologies. You do not want to miss this evening. Please call 952 681 2916 to purchase tickets or get more information. Once again, that number is 952-681-2916 or go online to sanowc.care. That's S-A-N-O-W-C.care. And of course, if you want that information, feel free to just text me during the show and I'll get you that information. There's only a few tickets remaining, so please, if you're interested in, in this amazing presentation, call and get your tickets. All right. Well, let's jump into the show here. Again, I've got two amazing people here who have a passion for helping our seniors and our aging population, and I want to get into that right away. Well, I want to say welcome to the show, Marvin and Bethany. Thank you. All right. So, Marvin, I'm going to start with you. You're the CEO of uh, this amazing campus of Senior Housing. Would you give us a little background about uh, your uh, your um, history and how you ended up joining uh, Episcopal Homes? 
Sure. And uh, first, thank you, Ken, for having us on your program uh, to talk about something that, of course, touches every family um, because everybody has somebody that's aging in their life. And uh, at Episcopal Homes, as you mentioned, we have been around for 125 years. Very proud of that history. We have a full continuum of care organization. Our main campus is at University and Fairview in St. Paul. We also have a uh, site at University and Dale and another one at University and Lexington. And then we also manage Beckettwood, a senior cooperative on the Minneapolis side of the river. Um, So we have independent living, assisted living, memory care, skilled care, Um, And uh, half of the seniors that we provide services to are low income. The other half are market rate. And so uh, we really have, we think, a a wonderful organization in so many ways uh, because regardless of whether you are someone with assets or whether you are low income and whether you are very frail or whether you're independent, uh, we really can accommodate uh, the full range. Well, what you just talked about, uh, I, I hear this term a lot, and a lot of our the people that we touch in our practice um, ask about aging in place. You know, how do I? They don't like making moves. A lot of times, people have been in their home for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. It may have been their parents' home that they then uh, took over, um, but they want to find a place where they can come and make it their last move. Is what you're describing to me a place where that that aging in place type philosophy would be able to be that? Well, first of all, let's introduce Bethany Burns. You are you're the director of community relations. Yes. Let's get your background because I know the audience loves to hear about you know who who people are behind the mics here. Um, let's get your background and how you ended up joining with Episcopal Homes. So I actually was originally a nursing assistant, and I then transitioned into working with kids at a before and after school program, and I was looking for more full-time, straight-through job, and that stumbled upon Episcopal Homes. So I started out as the activities director and the assisted living, and then marketing kind of caught my interest um, the longer I'd been there. So now I've been there for almost six years, and I'm in marketing, so I just am able to help seniors with that transition and just navigate to the path of senior living. Okay, great. Well, let's talk about this kind of aging in place and what are some of the some of the elements that uh, – because, again, you guys – I mean, I think you guys have over a 1,000 – People or we serve uh, fourteen hundred every year. You have fourteen hundred people every year. That's a, that's amazing. Just the size and scope of your your organization. Um, and I I have been to your campus in St. Paul and University, and it is gorgeous. I Thank mean, you. It, not not only is is the location beautiful and the and the buildings beautiful, but when I'm walking through there, everybody has a smile on their face, and I walk through a lot of buildings and a lot of facilities and a lot of communities. And you don't often get that where everybody has a smile and everyone says hi. So you're doing something right there, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> we do our best. No, Thank you. No, it is. But again, you guys have been recognized as as one of the best uh, in the country in terms of nursing home, skilled nursing facilities. And as U.S. Uh, News report, uh, you guys are you know, top ranked there, which is great. I mean, yeah. that's fantastic to have that here in the Twin Cities. So congratulations on that. Thank you. As well as surviving 125 <laughs> years. And we're, we're going to talk a bit about that history, too, a little bit um, to give people a flavor for um, where you guys came from and, and where you are now. Um, but let's, let's finish here. So, so you've been there for six years, Bethany. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, about how many employees, Marvin, do you guys have? Uh, we have 485. Wow. That's, uh, that's crazy. I, uh, I uh, had talked to a lot of people in, in long-term care or senior housing, and uh, you know, we really in Minnesota are fortunate. We do have a lot of great organizations mm-hmm. and, and great places. Indeed. But what I hear from people all the time is, oh, yeah, that, that's a great place or that looks really great, but I want to stay in my neighborhood. I want to mm-hmm. stay near my friends. I want to stay near my family. And so you guys being in St. Paul in your history – and, and it kind of expanding, um, I think that's really the key for that longevity is that you guys have been a presence for so long, and that really is, is comforting to people. Yeah, we're well known in St. Paul, uh, particularly on University Avenue, um, and uh, the neighborhoods right around us, very well known. The, the majority of our seniors that come to our campus, they are from within a two-mile radius 
believe it or not. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I mean, yeah. some come from, you know, across the country, but oh, yeah. uh, the majority come from within a two-mile radius. Yeah. And um, we're finding that um, uh, family is important because uh, the people that make that transition um, really want to stay connected to their neighborhood, to their friends, and to their family. And we have heard just too many stories uh, through our practice of people making a move to a location that is out of the way, and then people just don't make that extra effort, especially in Minnesota when half the year we're, you know, the snow and inclement weather, people just don't make that time or that effort to get there. And that makes a big difference to the quality of life uh, of, of your residents and, and uh, your clients. So... Um, Anyway, so I can appreciate that. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, tagging on to what you just said, you know, one of the things that we think is, is so great about our campus is the location. In fact, we think we have the best location in all of Minnesota because we're in the urban core. And so we're right next door to us is all of life. We have the major uh, traffic corridors of University Avenue, and the freeway is just a couple blocks away. Uh, we have churches nearby. We have shopping nearby. You know, we have the, the light rail is is right at our front door, the green line. We have bus service, etc. I mean, we're right in the heart of the action in St. Paul, and it's a terrific location. Well, we're going to talk more about that. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Marvin Plackett, CEO, and Bethany Burns, Director of Community Relations with Episcopal Homes, a senior housing community celebrating 125 years of serving people in St. Paul. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. You can't go through a day without hearing about health care reform. St. Paul Corner Drug is here to help you navigate the ever-changing healthcare landscape. We are your advocate in getting much-needed prescription medication covered under your insurance plan. Need to choose a different plan? There is no reason to feel like you are drowning in the system. St. Paul Corner Drug can make simple work out of finding you a plan that best suits your needs. You can rest assured at St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be. Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking. Join the university's Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing for two special events featuring senior MIT lecturer, founding chair of the Presencing Institute, and frequent Huffington Post contributor, Dr. Otto Schrammer. Monday, November 4th, Otto will be presenting a full-day workshop on sensing and actualizing emerging future opportunities, both individually and collectively. Participants will learn and apply the seven capacities of the deep leadership cycle that help change makers to transcend old behavioral patterns, realize new possibilities, and enable transformation and innovation. Light breakfast and lunch is included in the cost of registration. On Tuesday, November 5th, Otto Scharmer will be presenting a lecture called Moving from Ego System to Ecosystem, which will explore concepts of systems evolution and transformation in economies, healthcare, and education. He will make the case for a shift in consciousness and action from a focus on individual well-being towards that of the collective. Space is limited. Register now at csh.umn.edu. Are you thinking about buying or selling a house or just want to know what might be going on with one of your biggest investments? Then why not become a house geek? Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwell with Bricks Real Estate and host of the Twin Cities Real Estate Show here on this station with your Market Minute. 3.31 is the average number of showings per week per listing in the median sale price range here in the Twin Cities. This is up over last year and is a key early indicator of demand in the marketplace. The median sale price is up 6.5% over the same time last year, which currently sits at 277 k The 30-year conventional interest rate is at around 3. 5.7%. This is down slightly over last week. So what does this mean for sellers? Interest rates have fallen back and buyer activity has increased. The buyer activity is a bit slower in Minneapolis and St. Paul. However, in the suburbs, it is still a seasonal seller's market. For buyers, it is no time to sit on your hands if you see a home that you like. It is a faster market, so the early bird gets the worm. Thinking about making a move? Then check us out online anytime at housegeeks.com.
Welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Marvin Plackett, CEO, and Bethany Burns, Director of Community Relations with Episcopal Homes. This is a senior housing community celebrating 125 years of serving our people in St. Paul, Minnesota. And we are talking today about what you need to know to make a successful transition to senior housing and why you should consider Episcopal Homes for your next place to live. Before we get back into our conversation, I want to mention this radio program is brought to you in part each week by Minnesota Hospice. They are an independent, physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952-898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. Com. All right, let's get back into our conversation. But before we do, Bethany, would you let our audience know how they can reach you and your organization if they have more questions or want more information? Yes, uh, you can call me at 651-632-8858. And that's my direct line, so I can help navigate anything that you have for questions. So again, it's 651 632 8858. And I'm also, uh, during the show, folks, if you want to look at their website, it's episcopalhomes.org. So E-P-I-S-C-O-P-A-L-H-O-M-E-S.org, episcopalhomes.org. And they have a fantastic website here, and it shows their history, it shows their services, it shows the comprehensive uh, uh, things that they can do for you. So please reach out to, uh, to Bethany if you have any questions, and um, we, will, we will make sure you get that number again throughout the show. So if you missed it, don't worry about it. We'll get to that in the next break. All right, well, let's, let's talk more about Episcopal Homes. And uh, Marvin, um, can you tell us what makes you guys unique? I mean, I know you've got this great history, 125 years, so you're doing something right. But what are the things that make you unique and different maybe from other long-term care providers? You know, we do have some distinctive features. Uh, We're the first and only nursing home in Minnesota to implement the greenhouse model of care, for instance, which is really the premier model of care in the country. Each uh, greenhouse home has just 10 residents, all private rooms with private bathrooms. At the center of the house is the kitchen, the family room, and the dining room, just like at your home just the way we all live. Uh, And then the bedrooms surround that central community. Uh, We are the only senior care organization in Minnesota to be located right on the light rail line. Uh, We are the only long-term care organization in Minnesota with a pub with a full liquor license. Uh, You know, right now, like tonight, I'm going to go out to dinner with my wife and she's going to have a glass of wine before dinner. I'm going to have a beer. Why do I have to stop doing that if I am 75 or 80 or 85 and I move to a campus like Episcopal Homes? Why can't I continue enjoying that experience before dinner or with dinner and so forth? Well, at Episcopal Homes, you can. Uh, We have a child daycare, um, and that's certainly a very uh, attractive feature. And, of course, as I mentioned, we have a full continuum of care campus. We aren't the only ones in Minnesota, of course, with a full continuum of care, but not everybody has that, and we have that. And that's a very important feature, as you said. When someone is considering that major move from their house that they've maybe lived in for 40 years, 50 years, to a senior care campus, do they want to move multiple times or not? Well, most don't want to. If they're going to make that major move, they want to move to a place where as they become increasingly frail, uh, that they know that they can be accommodated at that location. And that's the way uh, Episcopal Homes operates. Anything else in terms of unique differences? Because I've been there, and I've seen how you guys have created these these uh, uh, 10-unit um, um, locations. And those are just, again, very comfortable, very welcoming, very warm. Um, I mean, that is really a neat uh, feature that you guys have. And to be the first in the state to do that, uh, very innovative. Thank you. Uh, I mean... You mentioned that when you've been on our campus, everybody was smiling. We really believe in creating an environment that is very enriching, where a person comes to fully live, to fully embrace life, not to die. 
but to form new friendships, to learn new talents, uh, discover old skills, etc. Um, again, a place to fully live. Our, our uh, mission statement is to enrich life and build community with older adults. And we think that we really do a very fine job of doing that. And, you know, the core values of respect and hospitality and learning um, and stewardship and, and encouraging our, our elders to be fully engaged you know, uh, right on University Avenue, there's a lot of traffic going by, and uh, we have more than once, for instance, just to give you an example, um, our seniors, they have uh, organized themselves sometimes when they have been in opposition to some things that are, say, for instance, occurring in Washington, uh, as can happen sometimes. Well, we have a number of times had people on university, our seniors who are in wheelchairs, walkers, or independent, whatever, however they are uh, capable of being out there at university in Fairview, and they are holding up picket signs, or they're holding up placards, and it's saying something like, grandma's, f uh, excuse me, uh, grandma's for kids instead of guns, etc., that kind of thing. Um, and so we really have a very engaged community, people who, again, as I said, they're fully into life. They're em embracing life. That's a very good point because what one of the things that we find um, with people at that are in elder care or, in our case, you know, approaching end of life is that the big concerns and the frustrations that they and their families have is the isolation, the loneliness, and the boredom that comes with people that they that do live alone or or live in communities that don't actually have that active living, that don't have that engagement. And I I mean, I would rather have a less quality uh, community but be very engaged because that's what keeps these people healthy, both both mentally and physically. And maybe Bethany, you can you can talk about that in terms of what people are are coming to you and asking you for. You know, the what what is that culture and what is that that um, those unique things that Episcopal homes can provide that maybe other ones you know can't. Yeah, and I would say I do hear that question fairly often. Uh, one thing I love about Episcopal homes is that. Our whole campus does everything together, really. We don't have it necessarily separated off between levels of care and like dining rooms where certain people can only eat here and other people aren't welcome. It's like we have five dining locations on campus and it doesn't matter where you live or what level of care you're in and you can eat at any of those dining options. Uh, so they do a lot of things together. We also have like our creative ventures programming. So that's gonna be more of like the arts. And again, that's campus wide. So they go to entertainment together, they go on outings together. We have like an artist group and we actually had a woman who moved in to Episcopal Homes and she never did art since she was probably in like elementary school and she started joining these artist groups and now we have her art displayed throughout the whole entire campus. So it's just fun to see them create new hobbies and new- Thrive. Yeah, to thrive. <laughs> well, that's true. And, and having that encouragement to do that is really important. Having people that are with you trying these new things is important because it helps bring people along and uh, gives them that new experience. All right, the music is cueing us out, folks. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Marvin Plackett and Bethany Burns. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Legal issues, never fun, and they're certainly stressful. While it's tempting just to Google your legal situation, there is a better way. The Hennepin County Bar Association. Their referral counselors can answer many of your questions, like do you even need an attorney? And if you do, what type? They can connect you to a network of over 200 thoroughly vetted, qualified attorneys practicing in over 50 areas of law. Call 612-752-6666 or search for Hennepin County Bar Association. The right call for the right lawyer. Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and designed jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. The Interact Center for the Visual and Performing Arts for Professional Artists with and Without Disabilities is celebrating the National Disability Employment Awareness Month, or NDEAM. Each October, NDEAM raises awareness about employment and celebrates the many and varied talents of America's disability population. 
Interact employs over 120 artists who produce amazing theater and visual art in the spirit of radical inclusion. Interact hopes you consider making a contribution in honor of an artist this October. Just visit interactcenter.org. If you support all Interact artists but don't know their names, you can put artists down in the honor box. So let's celebrate the Interact Center during National Disability Employment Month and honor these talented artists. Visit interactcenter.org to learn more. That's interactcenter.org. This is Ellie Krug from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. Many listeners know that I founded Human Inspiration Works LLC, which trains on human inclusivity and on how to be welcoming diverse humans. Today, organizations of all sizes find that they need to train team members on diversity and inclusion. I can do that. Many say that my trainings change the way they see the world. I'd love to help make your organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can save money with All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that it's too expensive and you need lots of money down. The truth? Solar is available for little or no money down. And if you have a great site for solar, you might even save money right away on a monthly basis. So don't wait to switch. You'll see your investment pay off the sooner you switch to All Energy Solar. So start saving today and visit allenergysolar.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today's going to be sunny, with a high near 56. Tonight, there's increasing clouds, low around 37. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, with a high near 43. Monday, partly sunny, with a high near 38. And Tuesday, partly sunny, with a high near 38. The Eat Local Minnesota restaurant of the week is the Downtowner Woodfire Grill. The Downtowner is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, delicious food, and extensive wine list, you'll be back for more. Come visit them at 253 West 7th Street in St. Paul. More info at downtownerwoodfire.com. All right, welcome back. You don't have to wait any more longer for us to get back on the air. We are here and we are anxious to talk more about the transitions that people make from independent living to senior housing. That's a major event in people's lives. And I'm, I'm grateful to have just two amazing people here today that have a passion for helping people make successful transitions from independent living to senior housing. My name is Ken Hagelin, and joining me today is Marvin Plackett, the CEO of Episcopal Homes, and along with him is Bethany Burns. She is the Director of Community Relations with Episcopal Homes. Now, Episcopal Homes is a senior housing community that's celebrating 125 years of serving people in St. Paul, Minnesota, and we are talking about the things you need to know to help make that successful transition to senior housing and really the reasons why you should consider Episcopal Homes for your next place to live. And be sure and contact Bethany to get a tour set up. She would love to do that. In fact, Bethany, what number should they call you at to set up a tour for, for, uh, for you? The phone number is 651-632-8858. All right. And you guys have a great website. I want to mention it's episcopalhomes.org. And there's a plethora of information on that website. And you'll also see that... Uh, that uh, Episcopal Homes was was listed as one of the best uh, skilled nursing uh, communities in the nation. So we're real excited to have them here on the show and, of course, to have 125 years. I'm just amazed at that. And uh, that and I've, I've gone through your history, Marvin, on the website, and that is an amazing timeline. It takes a while to go through because there's a lot of amazing events. And I, I just love some of the stories that are on there. And I know our audience would love to hear some of these stories, which we don't have time to do. But I love the one about how um, early on in the history of Episcopal Homes, um, times were tough, and uh, they were looking at shutting down the, uh, the community there. And uh, someone reached out to James J. Hill, and he wrote a checkout for $100 to save, essentially, to keep the, the lights on. Keep the lights that on. is exactly it, right. But there's been other people, not just James J. Hill, but there's been right. other people that have come along 
at the right time and had provided resources or money or, or whatever to keep this going. I mean, 125 years, that is just, uh, I mean, what a, what a great thing to have in St. Paul. You know, uh, Episcopal Homes was founded by Sister Annette Ralph, a very, very tough and determined lady. She was a, an entrepreneur when women weren't necessarily out there in the forefront. And, you know, for the first 100 years, Episcopal Homes was really, uh, the leadership was strong, determined women, and they did a terrific job. They were always ahead of their time. They were always innovative. They always had prov- provided a nursing home and assisted living and so forth that, that was home-like, that, uh, again, where people fully could embrace life uh, and were treated with respect and dignity, and it was never a three to a, to a room or four to a room kind of nursing home. It was always privates, some t- few two bedrooms, but the point is it was a quality of life going back from the beginning uh, that really exceeded what the other long-term care organizations were doing. So we've inherited this rich, wonderful history. No, it's amazing how you're standing on the shoulders of these giants. And I look at even the hospice practice that you know is relatively new. It's been done the last 30, 40 years, but it was started by women. Women had the passion to say, this is not right. I mean, there's some I mean, horrible stories about you know people literally being cast into the streets Correct. Um, because they, they couldn't afford care. And, uh, and it was these women that stepped up and said, enough is enough. I mean, the compassion they had. And I, I, again, I'm very fortunate. I, I work in, in, uh, in the hospice industry. In house, and and, and I, the women that I'm associated with are just phenomenal. You just think, oh, my gosh, where do these people come from? And they, yeah. they really are angels because they just have such a compassion for people. Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, whether it's the Mayo Clinic, I mean, there's all these great organizations that have really had their roots with women being the foundation of that, either the vision or the passion or the effort to get something done. So it's, it's great. All right, well, let's, let's continue talking about um, you guys here and, and, and the services in your communities. Um, can you talk about, uh, in, in looking at how to make a successful transition from independent living to then a senior housing community, what are clients looking for, Bethany, when they come to you and say, Boy, I just don't think I can I can live independent any longer. Or what I hear happen a lot is that children say, "It's time for mom or dad. You gotta get some help. We can't keep taking care of the home anymore." Um, and we're concerned about safety and and security and those kind of things. What are people looking for when they come to you? A lot of the time, it is. Um, the fact that we're a continuum of care campus, so we have all levels. Because when, as Marvin pointed out earlier, when people make that big move they typically don't want to have to move again. And with all the levels of care, like our main purpose is to try and keep people where they want to be and we'll do everything we can. If it ends up where they need to move to like a higher level of care, they're still going to be on our campus right there and they don't have to move somewhere down the street or even to a different city. So that means that they know everybody. Correct. See, and that, yes. that's the key is you get familiar. I mean, this becomes a large family mm-hmm. um, from what I've seen in, in other quality campuses. Exactly. And it doesn't matter if you're on floor one or floor four or you're going from one side of the campus to the other side. They know everybody. Yes. And yeah. that's the key. It's that familiarity. That, that community. Community. It's that's so exactly right. important. Yeah. Yeah. That like, yeah. Vi- vital to fully living is right. community. Right. Friendships. Right. And you want to get people out of their apartment, get them out of their room. And, and if they don't have anything to do, they're going to just sit in their room and watch TV, and that just is not the best thing. So continue on, Bethany, with some of the things that people are looking for when they uh, – and I think you're right. The continuum of care is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our, and another aspect of that, I suppose, is that when couples come in, if one of the spouses were to need more care, the other spouse can just stay on the campus. They may be like in, in like senior independent living, and the other one may be in memory care, but they're still – very close to each other and can still see each other every day and then they both can still continue to thrive. Uh, dine together. Dine together, yes, still do activities or going to outings together. So, And then some other things is just our location, again, is a key factor for a lot of people. Our reputation, we've been in the community for so long that people have grown up with Episcopal homes. They've had family or friends live there that it just continues to keep bringing them back. So, You know, isn't it interesting too about it? When, when we talk to people at end of life, um, 
and we ask them, you know, what's important? You know, what, what are the things that you want to talk about or resolve? Or it always is relationships. And um, in fact, we had a couple that uh, um, the, the husband was passing, and uh, they'd been married for 70 years. And we're in our chaplain and our social worker is talking to the wife and, and uh, just kind of counseling her. And, and uh, she made a comment. They said, well, you've had a long, you know, long marriage and 70 years and what a great memories and trying to counsel her and comfort her a little bit on his passing. And she said, 70 years? That's not enough. And you know, just, it just amazes you how those relationships and, and to be able to keep people together yeah. mm-hmm. that, that you know, had those long-term relationships is just so important. Like I said, the isolation, loneliness, and boredom is really what kills people. You know, they, they can suffer through diseases and all kinds of things, but that loneliness and, and isolation is, is what we got to try to keep people. And you guys, from all the activities and all the things I'm seeing on your website and what I've heard, you guys really make a concerted effort to engage people throughout uh, their residence there. Our active living program is second to none. It really is. Um, again, we offer so many different opportunities where seniors can engage. Uh, you know, it isn't just physical. It's also, you know, cultural activities and intellectual activities and, you know, through classes, reading groups, theater. I, I, there's so many options that we have for people to engage. And, uh, and of course, we have so many different dining venues and, and so forth. And I mentioned the pub. So uh, <clears throat> social engagement um, and intellectual engagement and staying engaged in the community. Like, for instance, many residents on our campus, they still attend the church that they've been attending for 50 years. So they just either hop on a light rail or hop a taxi or they still can drive or whatever. But they're, you know, they haven't lost touch with the neighborhood around them. Right. They're, they're still going to Twins games and Vikings games and, you know, to theater, et cetera. And uh, so, again, that's part of the value of our location. It's uh, such a central um, and vibrant area. Well, I think one of the things that you know, may be brought up uh, when people talk to you, Bethany, but what we're, we're hearing is that a lot of times when, um, when the parents are, are leaving that independent living and the children say, well, I want you to come move down by where I work or where I live so it's convenient for the children, they pull someone out of their network. They pull them out, not realizing it. They don't consciously understand that. But then that kind of removes them rather than saying, no, let's stay connected so that, you know, you've got something daily, not just we come by once a week or, or once every whatever period of time. I, I think sometimes we see that children kind of forgetting because they're busy. I mean, they're raising kids. They got jobs. They got all things going on. And so they're trying to you know, manage all these things rather than trying to find out, well, what's best for mom and dad, you know, and where to have them and to keep them connected uh, with their, their communities. Yeah, and I guess I see both sides of that because we do so we do have a lot of people that are trying to move their parents closer to them because they live just like right within a block from us and they have their grandkids like kids there too. So if that parent were to move in, they would be so much closer to family. But then yes, there are times where family members do try and pull their mom or dad out of a senior living where they have a nice community, they have friends and it isn't always the best fit. And so it is a little bit hard because there are some families that are very devoted and always seeing their, like I see them on a daily basis, going to lunch with mom or dad, always checking in with them. But then you do see the opposite side where they have lives, they have kids, they have to do their own thing. It's a balance, isn't it? Yeah. It is a tough balance. Um, We only got a minute left here in this segment, but I want to talk about the spiritual life. You guys, you know, really have a strong spiritual foundation with your organization, and and, um, it's not just Episcopalians. You guys have all faiths that come in. It's a greatly diversified uh, campus you have. Can you speak to that for a moment before we uh, go to the next segment? Uh, Yeah, our our, uh, spiritual life department, you know, um, they meet people wherever they are at. Whatever faith tradition they come with or lack of a faith tradition, it doesn't matter. Um, And they engage in a very personal, individualized way. And so to some people, uh, you know, being able to, for instance, attend Catholic Mass, well, we make sure that there is a Catholic priest that comes to our campus on a regular basis and provides mass, etc. So again, uh, whether it's individualistic or, or individual or if it's in group, uh, we meet people where they are at and we do our best to accommodate everyone. And of course, we have a great variety of denominations on our campus. Um, and so it, it's, it's this rich diversity. 
Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's so important. We we find that um, as people age, they really do try to take hold of that spiritual upbringing they had or the spiritual background that they have. That becomes even more important. And I see the the time is short here. We're being queued out with our music. We'll take a quick break here, and we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Marvin Plackett, CEO, and Bethany Burns, Director of Community Relations with Episcopal Homes, a senior housing community celebrating 125 years of serving people in St. Paul, Minnesota. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. I'm attorney Rachel Schroman of Schroman Law, and I've got you covered. I provide trusted legal advice in wills and trusts, supplemental and special needs trusts, powers of attorney, health care directives, probate, financing long-term care, medical assistance planning, and prenuptial and postnuptial agreements. These are areas of law that are intensely personal in nature, and I don't take the responsibility of providing counsel around such issues lightly. Learn more at shromanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N-Law.com. Replace your tired appliances with beautiful new energy efficient ones from Warner Stellion, and we'll buy your trades for 50 bucks each. That's right. Choose from our huge selection of qualifying top-rated appliances. Buy at our guaranteed lowest price, and we'll buy your trades for 50 bucks each. Plus, we'll still include our trusted fast-free delivery and 18 months interest-free financing. This is an exclusive, very limited-time offer from Minnesota's own appliance specialist, Warner Stellion. Hi, this is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. It's been great working with so many of the passionate AM950 listeners over the years. We have realized how important AM950 is to the community. I want to see AM950 continue to grow and continue to thrive into the future. To help continue to grow, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to do your part by liking and sharing the content on AM950 social media platforms. This is Chad, owner of AM950. Ryan has always told me the best time to get work done is during the cold months of the year because demand is much lower. He is backing that up again by offering 30% off labor on windows and siding from now until the end of December. Call Snap Construction now to get 30% off labor on windows and siding. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Trust the company AM950 trusts Snap Construction, arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, and window contractor in the metro area. Get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. Hi, Gregory Rich, founder and chief at Habitation Furnishing and Design, and now I'd like to invite you to kill your Sunday evenings with me right here on AM 950 with Drink in the Style. It's a one-hour-long conversation about interior design, art, architecture, and pretty much anything else, visual and aesthetic, all while enjoying some booze handcrafted by our friends at Gianni's Steakhouse in downtown Wyzetta. Can you think of a better way to spend Sunday evenings? Drink in the Style, Sundays. 5 p.m. We use technology every day to help manage our lives. Why not use it to help manage your medications? St. Paul Corner Drug offers several free tools to keep you on track while taking your medications. Use our mobile app to quickly order a refill or the Meds on Q application, which turns your smartphone or tablet into your very own personal medication attendant. Email and text messaging options let you know when your medication is ready for pickup, making efficient use of your time. St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be. Listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. And we've got a special program today. I am really having a great time with these two guests. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Marvin Plackett. He's the Chief Executive Officer with Episcopal Homes, and along with him is Bethany Burns. She's the Director of Community Relations with Episcopal Homes. So you got the two people here that can give you insight into what senior living, senior housing is all about. And this community, just so you know, folks, is celebrating 125 years of being 
there in St. Paul serving the community and the residents of St. Paul as people age, and they're providing tremendous senior housing uh, services. And we've been talking about uh, some of the unique things that make them different than other long-term care communities. So um, before we get back into our conversation on this last segment, Bethany, could you remind our audience how they can get in touch with you if they have questions or want to take a tour? Yes, you can call me at 651 651- Six three two, eight eight five eight. All right. I will mention they have a great website too, uh, episcopalhomes.org. So it's .org, and be sure and check them out there. All right. We've only got a few minutes left here in the show. So Bethany, I want to talk to you. Um, uh, you know, people who have lived in their homes um, for. 30, 40, 50, 60 years, I, I hear all the stories about uh, you know, how they built the home around uh, families, and they kind of are struggling a bit with that transition. They know they need to do something for safety, for security, for convenience, for socialization issues. Tell us, though, what are the misconceptions or misunderstandings or maybe apprehensions that people have when they come talk to you about making that, that life change? So I think a lot of, especially the older generations, they've grown up just hearing about senior livings or nursing homes, and they just have this really bad stigma on them. They just think, I never want to go there. It's a horrible place to live. When in reality, things have really changed, especially at Episcopal Homes. Like, we are a great place to be. Like, people move in, and they do completely thrive. But so many people I meet with, they just come in and say, senior living is just a place to go and die. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to be happy. I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to be isolated. When I hear people doing all those things at home where they're isolated, they have to shovel like the snow, they have to go outside to get the mail, and in the wintertime that can be dangerous when you move into a senior living community like ours, you meet new friends, and it's kind of like a college campus again because you have apartments, you're going out and eating dinner and meals with people, you're making new friends, like you're trying new activities. So I think that is a very big misconception is people are just afraid of it when you really shouldn't be, like if you just come in and meet with me, tour with me, like you'll see the atmosphere at Episcopal Homes and it's a great place to be. So. Well, and I've been there. And like I said before, at the start of the show, it's one of those places where everybody has a smile on their face. The residents, your staff, the people that are coming and going. I mean, it is such a positive environment. And I just commend you guys for doing that. And that's t- tough to do when you're serving 1,400 people and you have almost 500 employees Again, people, I encourage you, just give Bethany a call and come out and see the amazing services and campus you have. Marvin, I want to get to you here. Um, You know, I think that story was best told to me by one of our residents a month ago. Her name is Geralda. She lives at the Terrace, one of our seven communities on our main campus. And she said, Marvin, I've got to tell you what happened this morning. She said, uh, there were about a dozen of us sitting at coffee hour, 8 o'clock in the morning. And uh, she said, we had a topic that morning. She said, someone posed this question. What do you like least about being old? And what do you like most about being old? And she said, as we went around the table, uh, and incidentally, there were no staff there, okay? So this was not staged. Um, they, they went around the table, and every person, uh, as they talked about what they like least, it was the things you'd expect. It was loss. Because as a person ages, they do experience loss. Maybe the, the, they've lost the ability to drive. Maybe their hearing is fading, or they've gone deaf, in fact. Many have lost a spouse, etc. Just as we get older, there is loss. Then they went around the room and said, okay, what do you like most about being old? And she said that every single person said, what I like most about being old is living at Episcopal Homes. And wow, did that make my day. Um, And of course, what is it? Well, it's about community. It's about connections. It's about living a fully enriched life. Uh, It's about staying engaged. It's about learning new talents, experiencing new things, friendship, community, um, et cetera, et cetera. The things that we've been talking about here for an hour. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I I couldn't certainly not, I could not have said it better. Right. Well, I, I think one of the things that, as we've talked both on the air and off the air, is it's about this engagement. It's about continuing the adventure of life. Thriving. Thriving. Right, right. And and the frustration that I know our social worker communities, our public health communities see, uh, and we see it too, is that people get holed up in a home um, and they, they, they don't realize how much their world has shrunk. Correct. Until 
they do talk to Bethany and have a chance to experience what life can be and all these amazing services that can help support their quality of life. Correct. Uh, We just are in a major transition here with, what, 10,000 people a day retiring in the baby boom generation and that same amount, you know, down the road here looking for other services in the the senior housing area. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a big transition. Um, Marvin, just in the last minute or so, where do you see in the next five years for well, Episcopal homes and maybe just senior housing? Certainly there are growth opportunities on every front. You know, as a society, we are going to have to get innovative uh, in numerous ways. And one of the uh, most significant ways is the number of low-income seniors that are um, uh, entering the marketplace, if you want to say it that way, uh, who don't have much money saved up for uh, living on a campus like we uh, have provide or that we provide in St. Paul at Episcopal Homes. And, you know, there aren't enough homes to accommodate all of the low income. So as a society, how do we accommodate all those low income? Certainly, we're going to be expanding in the community. In fact, we have an innovative home care company that we're about to launch in St. Paul. Um, And so we're going to get far more engaged in the community, try to bring the community into the active living program that we have, where they won't necessarily live on our campus, but they can be engaged in the richness of offerings that we have. Um, And we probably will uh, add some buildings, et cetera, but, um, you know, there are huge challenges ahead of us on every front because of the aging of our society in general. Well, we'll have to have you back on the show on a future show and talk about that. Would love that. Because that. that's some it's amazing things. I hear. I agree with you. We've got the major challenges, and we as a society and our politicians and our lawmakers need to be addressing these things now. All right, you can hear the music, folks. We're nearing the end of the show. I want to thank Marvin Plackett, the CEO, and Bethany Burns, Director of Community Relations with Episcopal Homes, for joining us today and talking about their senior housing community that's celebrating 125 years here in St. Paul. Bethany, one more time, how do people get a hold of you? At 651-632-8858. All right, folks, please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. And until next time, please live well.